Hello, I'm Mike Patra, and I'm the host of the Hoopball DFS Today podcast. Come join us as we go game by game, breaking down our top plays, fades, values, pivots, and talk overall strategy for both tournaments and cash games. And the best part, we're doing this seven days a week. So come check us out. That's Hoopball DFS Today. And you can follow me on Twitter, at Mike Patria for any updates, listener contests, and DFS information. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Hoop Ballers! Welcome back to another episode of Today in Sports Betting. It is a beautiful Wednesday afternoon here on the East Coast just before 3 o'clock. And I got my main man, Devin Ellington, alongside with a special guest today on the podcast, Dave Lochran. Before we say hello to them, just want to give a shout-out to our sponsors over at Manscaped.com. They got the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. They just released their new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, and with their water-resistant technology, it allows you to groom in the shower because, hey, guys, where else are we going to do it, right? Go to manscaped.com right now. Type in the promo code, promo code HOOPBALL20. That's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0 at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping. Devin, Dave, how are you? Doing well. Doing well. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Is this, uh, is this just audio? Is it video and audio? What are we doing here? Well, it's just a podcast, but it's, it's nice to see your, your beautiful face here this afternoon. Yeah, happy to, to, to be on with you. Just want to make sure, you know, I can, I can be a little bit more careless if I know you're, we're not putting video right. up there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just podcast, uh, just audio. But uh, for those who don't know Dave, uh, he's on Sirius X, XM Fantasy Radio. He's also part of awesomeo.com really happy to have him on the show uh before we uh jump into some maybe some picks and some bets just want to uh you know let everyone know how dave and i first met i hit a uh i played DraftKings early on in my betting slash degenerate career hit a couple uh nice little prize pools on the basketball on DraftKings. won some nice uh chunk of change and i reached out to dave to really kind of fine tune my skills in the daily fantasy world uh i think devin uh, has kind of a very similar story. So, yeah, Dave, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your background, kind of how you got started in the industry, and, uh, yeah, just maybe some, uh, some nooks and crannies, uh, get into some nooks and crannies and some, you know, maybe find some golden nuggets here. Sure. It's funny, too, Ira, because I didn't, I didn't recognize the name immediately. The moment we popped on Zoom, I, I was like, oh, I know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. You know, it, it, there's a lot of people in the DFS space. So uh, that's, that's, that's more of a compliment than anything else. But uh, yeah, I do remember that going back. Listen, 
the for me it was a strange path I, I went to school for i guess i'll just jump right into it. i went to school for psychology it's the worst decision of my life had i had parents that knew what to do as far as education goes like continued education i wish they would have told me never to do that uh just a complete waste of money not for everybody but you know in my case it absolutely was i was a drug and alcohol i worked at a drug and alcohol facility for a while i thought i wanted to pursue that uh and i so i had nothing to do with this i always played fantasy sports but dfs at the time was still pretty new uh, it was it was more so in its infancy and i think i i i had never really had many bad breakups in my life you know it's usually and, and this, this truthfully it was usually me doing the breaking up this time it wasn't and i was a little bit beat up over this right it was uncharted waters and i'm driving to the gym one day and i hear a commercial for fanduel and i say yeah what's this this sounds great it was at the towards the end of baseball season in august uh and so football season was coming around there's like oh i know fantasy football i'll crush it Anybody with that mentality now, I tell them you're, you know, you're barking up the wrong tree. It's a terrible idea, yeah. not to, pl not a terrible idea to play, but a terrible idea to think that because you're good at fantasy football season long, that you're going to be good at this. It's an entirely different game. It's way more difficult. Uh, in 2013, 2012 or so, when I started playing, it was it was way different. Now in 2020, it's not not even comparable whatsoever with the amount of tools that are out there you know, and everything that has made the game uh, so much more difficult, but also so much more enjoyable. Uh, and I just got into it. I put $40 in. I lost it. Put another 40 in. I think I lost it. And then I put 40 in again. I didn't have a lot of money at the time at all. Uh, and then I ended up hitting a couple tournaments, uh, started learning how it worked with baseball, won a couple of baseball tournaments, uh, and, and then started playing basketball, won a couple of them, uh, ended up getting into uh, – the, you know, the live finals back then, they still had them. I tied, and if you know, you know, Head Chopper, the first one I ever tied for, I remember this vividly because he beat me in a, he beat me in the, in a tiebreaker, ended up not getting into that. But I was hooked after that, and mm. I just started looking around. Now, I'm still at my job at, at the time. I still had my job, what I thought would be a career. Uh, and I, I started looking around to do, you know, some writing for DFS and uh, fake basketball, Chet over at the fake basketball. Great guy, by the way. Picked me oh, up. Oh, Chet, yeah. Yeah, Chet's a real good guy. And he started yeah, – he, he couldn't pay a ton. It was a free service. And I, so I was doing this for, for not much whatsoever, but I loved it. Uh, and then Dave Kitchen from Fantasy Insiders, uh, mm -hmm. one-time Fantasy Insiders, hit me up and said, hey, listen, uh, what do you think about coming up, starting a new site? And you get in at the ground floor. I said, sure, absolutely. Uh, and then – I also started doing a little bit of work for Rotowire. It, it really was just a completely organic process. I didn't know anybody at the time, but I was fortunate enough to get my foot in the door uh, at a time where there wasn't a lot of content. There was Roto Grinders and a couple other free services. Uh, but it was, it was like, if you got, people ask me all the time, like, how do I get in the door now? And, and I give them a similar, similar story. But it is different. It's much more difficult now to get your foot in the door. Back then, right. you know, as long as you did a little bit of writing, as long as you were willing to work and people appreciated what you did and you were transparent, like, you could end up – and that's where most people are today. Like you look at a lot of the people that you know in the industry, most of those guys started around I did and just jumped into it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. and it's kind of it's how uh, this podcast became. You know, uh, had some success with the Daily Fantasy, uh, obviously been a – sports better since I was probably 14 15 years old and kind of reached out to a few people tried to network a little bit 
got in touch with the guy guys over at Hoop Ball, and now you know now I'm hosting this podcast with Devin, and it's been what eight nine months already, and you know we're sure. growing tremendously, and it's yep. it's kind of one of those things you just gotta you gotta be willing to do the work and not get paid very much for doing it in the beginning, and then maybe some opportunities come you can come your way. Yeah, and right, now right. and now, Dave, you're 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 Mr. Big Time. You're on uh, radio. <laughs> yeah. You're part yeah. of Awesomeo. I mean, that's that's fantastic. Yeah, I've, I've hardly Mr. Big Time, but I did. I have carved out a little niche for myself, sure. And I, it, it, the, the truth is, people again. Ask, oh, how'd you get in the radio? I just got. I, I owe a lot of it to Dan Strafford, by the way, who I've been <clears> doing <throat> podcasts with since the beginning. Fantasy yeah. Insiders. Uh, little. Little bit of information here. We were the first. Dan Strafford. Yeah, we were the first site to do uh, a daily fantasy podcast. Now, what I mean by that is not a podcast for daily fantasy, but we were the first one, as far as I'm aware, or at least the first one that gained any recognition, uh, to do a, a daily fantasy podcast where it was like daily plays every day, right? Breaking down the slate each and every day. Uh, and, and Dan was a great radio ho- or great host. I learned a lot from him. Uh, and he knew the program director, the channel director over at Sirius XM Fantasy, Matt Deutsch, and ended oh, okay. up grabbing us a show from Monday through Friday, 12 a.m. Eastern time. It was a tough gig, man. Dan had, like, two kids at the time. He'd be falling asleep, waking up right before it, sometimes not waking up at the, at the right time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was Monday through Friday, 12 to 2 a.m. Eastern. We're both on the East Coast, so it wasn't like we had that luxury of being on the West Coast and starting at 9. Uh, and then got my foot in the door there. Uh, and then grabbed a show at Fanvice Radio. We got a show. And then that, when, when, when Awesome acquired Fanvice, it became Awesome Radio. So, uh, yeah, it just, it, it, it kind of just happened. And the, the honest to God truth is in this industry, and I would assume with most industries, like, if you just work hard and, and put the hours in every day, usually somebody recognizes you and says, look, I'm trying to bring you on. We appreciate your work and your ethic, your work ethic. And, and that's kind of the way it works. Yeah, sure, and, sure. and I agree with that 100, 100%. I mean, listen, before I was doing this podcast Monday through Friday, and sometimes we'll throw a show over the weekend as a bonus episode for, you know, I work full time too, you know what I mean? So I'm doing a million different things, burning the candles on both ends and just doing this out of the love for the game, you know? So leading into that, you did have a, an interesting comment that I just want to ask a quick question about. You said when people talk to you about getting into daily fantasy sports, today in 2020 right you know it's easy I play season-long football season-long basketball season-long baseball how hard could it be right what do you what do you think the trajectory the trajectory of daily fantasy and betting on sports going into 2020 really is all about it seems to be that obviously all the big boys now are getting into to owning sports books and opening sports books with the legalization uh, in different states so are you thinking that the daily fantasy is kind of going to go down to how, kind of how poker became after Black Friday, where now it's just a bunch of sharks with algorithms and all these statistical averages and more people and there's more opportunity in sports betting? Or what, Give me your thoughts kind of on the 2020 landscape here. I don't think it's ever going to just kind of fall off the face of the earth or, or, or become you know, a backroom type of deal in the way poker was. But I definitely think, and, and I can't imagine anyone would disagree, that, that sports betting will become exponentially bigger than DFS. And there's a lot of reasons for that. One, DFS takes time uh, not only to learn it, but, but to put the pieces together every day, the, the, the research that goes into it, 
plus the edge, yeah, isn't what it used to be. That's why good tools, though, are completely necessary at this point. But, but more than anything, when it comes to, to sports betting, you can hop on DraftKings Sportsbook, FanDuel, wherever Poker Stars has their own book, Fox Sports, uh, you know, Bet Rivers. The, the list goes on. There's so many of these online books. And you just go in there and you, you hit a button. Uh, and you can bet on a game that way. It, it, there's more, it's sim- simple. There's more simplicity to, to sports betting, right? Now, the, the one thing, though, is that, 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 that you can draw a stark contrast between sports betting and DFS in one way. And with, with sports betting, uh, you can become s- consistently profitable if you do it the right way, bankroll management. I think the same is, is similar with, with anything. But with DFS, there's still that allure where you can win 100 grand in a contest. Uh, the odds are astronomical. There's no question about that. But you're putting a team together uh, and, and, and you're putting yourself in a position to hopefully win a lot of money. With sports betting, you know, you're usually not betting plus 100,000 dogs. You know, you're betting minus 110. So, you know, you're, you're not even doubling your money on each, on each bet, at least for the most part. Uh, sure, you, you'll, you'll take some, some bets, some value bets at times. But all in all, uh, DFS still gives you that opportunity to quote unquote hit the lottery. And, uh, I don't think that's going anywhere. Yeah, no. And that, that right before we worked together, I hit a $4 NBA, uh, 125,000 players for 30 K. That was kind of awesome. how I got really uh, involved in the industry and, and kind of licked my chops and really, really just kind of flew, you know, and, uh, you know, give a little shameless plug, uh, helped, kind of co-found, uh, guide a uh, new kind of startup daily fantasy, uh, you know, app called Overlay. Basically what it is, is, you know, tonight, let's say, or in basketball, let's say it'll be James Harden versus Russell Westbrook. All you got to do is decide who's going to have more total fantasy points. If you're right, you get a win. If you're wrong, you get a loss. You, there's 12 picks you need to make for your lineup. If you go perfect 12 and 0, you're going to hit the progressive jackpot around $20,000. And if you just cash in the top 10% of the best win loss tie records, you're going to win nine times your buy-in. So it's more of, it's kind of like a a double up and a GPP. You have like the double up aspect where all you got to do is finish in the top 10% of the records. And there's still that nice little progressive jackpot that grows every single day, kind of making it like a GPP uh, blend as well. Um, You know, Devin, I know you haven't said much on the podcast, I know sure, you're huh? really instrumental in putting this together. So kind of want to sure. turn this over to you. Maybe you had a couple questions for Dave before we get into maybe a couple games uh, here uh, for Wednesday evening. Yeah. So uh, first of all, thanks again, Dave. I told you preemptively there was going to be a few of those. So I appreciate you coming on here, man, and making time well, out man. of your day. Happy to be here. Yeah. Um, so on a recent podcast of yours, I did hear that you're getting into betting baseball a little bit more, and you spoke uh, just very shortly ago about contrasting and parallelism in between sports betting and DFS. Um, what what baseball have you been betting into lately, and uh, how's that been going for it's you? Probably probably against the Phillies every night. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just against 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 the Sixers spread. And, oh, in yeah. all seriousness, I, I love my Philly teams, but. Uh, I, I try and take a, a completely s- objective stance when it comes to them. And uh, oddly enough, you can't actually – you hear a lot of people say, like, don't bet on your teams that you love. It, if you're willing to bet against them, I, I completely disagree with that because generally you know them better than any other team. 
Right. Uh, and the Sixers, we know, were consistently bad on the road, consistently good at home. Uh, but anyway, the when you just mentioned the parallels drawn between them, with baseball betting and, and, and anything else, really, a lot of the research you're doing is, is almost exactly the same. You're not going mm-hmm. as deep into the research for, like, each individual hitter. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you're looking at – when you're talking about pitchers, I, I'm going into Brooks baseball. I'm going in the fan graphs. I'm going in the stat cast. I want to see um, – I want to see what's going on with these pitchers. For example, I I did a show this morning and uh, Adam Sher and I have been doing shows together for years now. Right. right. Got into, you know, Masahiro Tanaka, whose fastball is finally looking a lot better forcing with throwing more. Uh, Zach Godley, who scrapped his, his sinker and is throwing the cutter 40% of the time. And, and his off speed stuff looks good. And his knuckle curve is finally coming back. It obviously doesn't always pan out. Uh, but I think I'm always I'm always looking at the pitchers in a situation like that, uh, and the bullpen specifically as well. The Phillies are actually a phenomenal za- example of mm. of a team that no matter how good their starting pitching is, the the bullpen is is very liable to blow it every single night. Uh, but yeah, yeah. look, I usually I, I really love batting basketball. That's that's my favorite sport to bat. Uh, and football, and I'll get into some niche stuff. The XFL, I was having a great time betting. That was XFL. fun. Yeah, fun. before the coronavirus, uh, but yeah, ultimately, with, ultimately with baseball, it's 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 not identical research, but you're just looking for that edge and and trying to identify lines that that are favorable, and 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 I think one of the best ways to do that is by looking at pitchers uh, who may have made some changes that no one's discussed yet, whether they're good or bad changes. Uh, and drawing conclusions from that. Yeah, like case in point. I mean, today I took the White Sox uh, over in the game, over team total four and a half. I just thought that you know Boyd, the lefty, the 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 Chicago White Sox have been hitting yeah. the righties in general have been hitting Boyd like almost at four hundred. And the one through six part of the lineup, one through seven, especially with McCann playing catcher today, he's caught Boyd like forty times in his career. I just thought it was a good spot for the team total and the over here in this game. Uh, obviously it's uh, seven, five right now, Chicago in the middle of the sixth. but yeah, I mean, that's kind of what you got to look for. You got kind of got to look for like, I like betting team totals too. I mean, I feel like are the lines accurate? You know, it depends. I I feel like if you really, really search, you're going to find a line or two that is off. And I thought four and a half was a good number here for the white Sox, and obviously that cash. But if you look at like, for example, like last night, like, Bundy for the Angels. I mean, yeah. his stuff is just way better than it has been. Yep. Way better. He's always had great stuff. He's just never been able to put it all together. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, he looked fantastic last night. And uh, not to rub any salt in the wound for you, Dave, but uh, how about that fly, that infield fly ball last night? That uh, I wasn't going to bring it up. I wasn't going to bring it up. I oh, saw you post it on your Twitter, but I was just <laughs> dying of laughter because I had the or- me and Devin both had the Orioles last night. You see the video I posted on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should get an idea where I was. I was a couple whiskey drinks deep, and I just I I looked at that. I was like, I got to do something with this. It was uh, it was remarkable. The third baseman trips over the. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. 
As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, Information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Over the mound as the ball's under the first baseman's glove. And then he drops. It's just crazy. And but then it's like, the next why is he even calling for it? It's not on his side of the mound. Right, right. I know. It's crazy. Hoskins should have been, been a little louder there. but still. And then in the top of the 10th, Roman Quinn dives, completely lays out for a ball that's 400 yards in front of him. It rolls to the warning track. He goes to pick it up and falls on his ass and then throws it. goes off two gloves, more runs score. Oh, just an absolute disaster. This Manny Ramirez did. Sure yeah, did. It's crazy. And they, and they blow a game where they score, what, eight runs? Uh-huh. You know, they blow a game where Bryce Harper hits a game-winning like, – the, the, the whole thing has been, been really tough to watch. That's okay, though. The Flyers are looking good. Sixers don't have a shot, but, you know, Speaking, yes. it is what it is. And there's some yes. good betting opportunities on those teams, too. Absolutely. Speaking of the Sixers, uh, I was on your, uh, your boys' show uh, maybe about a week ago, Aton Shander. Over. Oh, yeah, Aton. Great, yeah. great guy. Love him. Great dude. I was on his show, did a little segment on the overlay and some betting picks, and we were in agreement that, uh, hey, this Philadelphia uh, 76ers team looks horrible. Took the Spurs plus seven. You know, we had a nice little win there on that one. But, yeah, there's a lot of opportunity. I mean, listen, the Sixers, we all know. I mean, now with Ben Simmons being out, it's just – it's obviously tragic. But before – I mean, they just can't win a game away. They can't win a game away from home. So, yeah, Aton's a great dude. I'm, it's funny that we, uh, we both know him now, and uh, I thought that was a funny connection. Uh, yeah, they've, they've covered, I think, one game in the bubble. Even, even against Portland, I think they were two-and-a-half-point dogs. They lost by three. Um, yeah, I think they've covered one game in the bubble, uh, and that was against Orlando. So it goes Crazy. to show you what, what you were dealing with even before Ben Simmons went down. Yep, and yeah. so speak, speaking of the, the 76ers, they're playing Toronto tonight. Uh, line looks like, to me, six. Any thoughts on this game for you, Dave? Uh, so – one of the biggest things with, with these games is it's just so important to pay attention to all of the injury news, right? right. It, the, everything changes it. Just a little piece of advice. One thing I do a lot with basketball, I had a lot of success on DraftKings doing it this season uh, before obviously everything shut down. You get in on lines the night before, bet the games the night before a lot of times uh, when they release them because the lines change a lot in the morning or have your notifications on, whether it's Woj or, or somebody else. So when injury news breaks, especially late in the season like this, or even earlier in the year, and say Giannis is a surprise inactive, these right. books do not immediately pull the games off the board. So that means that if Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis are ruled out and they're three-point favorites uh, against the Portland Trailblazers, you grab the Blazers as three-point dogs, and in five minutes they're favored by seven. So yeah, exactly. that actually happens quite a lot. You have to be there right away. Like you get maybe two minutes before it's off the board, but, and, and, and it's not a lot of times somebody might suggest that it's kind of a reckless decision. 
it's not if you're confident enough in th- that you know these teams and you're familiar with where the line is, where it should be uh, at the time. But, you know, if, if the two best players from a team go down, I'm all over uh, the other side of that game. Uh, and we're getting a lot of that. I think we're going to get more over the next three days before the season concludes. Uh, but anyway, the, the Sixers tonight, uh, what is a 6.30 tip-off? Yeah, and you got Embiid, Harris, and, uh, and Horford are all going to play tonight. Yeah, which is encouraging. Now, I don't know how many minutes they're going to play. The first thing I look at in a situation like this is, is what are the standings, right? Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, if, if you have nothing to play for, then there's really no reason to, to run your guys out there for, for full run. But the Sixers are one game back of the Pacers. They both have two games to go. I suppose they could get it. They could squeak into the fifth seat. I don't know if Brett Brown is even trying at this point. Horrible uh, coach. Horrible coach. Yeah, I just just give me Kenny Atkinson yesterday, please. I'm, I'm, so <laughs> I'm sure. I'm Brown. sure any one of us on this podcast can coach this team better than that guy. I think most people. I, I, I'm not going that far. I, maybe I could. Maybe I could, but I can't give myself too much credit there. I do know that Brett Brown has not gotten the most out of these guys, uh, and, and that is that is blatant and it's obvious from from everything that we've seen uh there were a bunch of injuries or inactives for toronto the other day as well uh now you're just looking at like og ananobi and Sergio abaca being questionable but yeah ben simmons is out alec burks is out who has actually played a pretty integral role in the bubble closing these games out since ben simmons went down outside of that you're getting everybody back uh, yeah, last I looked, the line was at six. It's is it still at six? Yeah, it's still, it's still six. Yeah, it's still at six. Uh, I actually don't. It, there hasn't been a lot of defense. Normally, I would take the under on this game all day at two twenty-two. Uh, six points. This is a game that I don't feel comfortable with, really, on either side. Uh, but if I'm taking either, if I'm taking one side, it, I'm going to take Toronto to cover the six points. Um, I'd rather lay six points than take six with the Sixers, given how they've played, particularly away from home. Uh, and especially knowing that Joel Embiid, I, I don't know if Brett Brown is going to give him his full allotment of minutes. So uh, overall, I think Toronto is a little bit more predictable here. And Nick Nurse, uh, with his rotations, should, should make it a little bit easier for us to know what's going to happen. And if that's the case, I'll take Toronto. Absolutely. I got three names. Three names. Tyler Ford, Michael Smith, David Guthrie. Those are the referees for this evening, and they all have a favorable record uh, in their games called to the over. So, okay. I think By it's the way, gonna... I, I thought I, I thought there were three people that I was supposed to know that I no 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 absolutely know. not. I thought, I thought they were three not. guys that were gonna <laughs> that were starting tonight that I didn't know about either. Yeah, I was gonna no, say I know basketball, no. but I don't know those guys. So you say they're all. So what are, do, do we have do we have the records? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Tyler Ford, who is going to be the head official, it has a 24 to 29 uh, to the over. Uh, Michael Smith, part of the crew, is at an even 500. David Guthrie, uh, 23 and 29 to the uh, Is that 23 out of 29 games? Uh, 29 to the over, 23 to the under. Gotcha, gotcha. So mar- oh, okay. marginally, marginally to the over. I, I, I mean – I have no real opinion on this game, so let's not talk about it that much more. Is there a game that sticks out to you tonight, Dave, that you think there's some value on in the NBA? Yeah, again, I I just – to anybody listening, I try and caution anybody, just pay really close attention to news. I I know we've been getting a decent amount of it uh, during the day, but uh, the – just pay attention because this is the 9 p.m. game between uh, Denver and the Clippers. The the Nuggets – 
almost beat the Lakers the other day with their with their B squad, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dozier and Ball Ball and, and, and Mason Plumley are out Plumlee there. Plumley throwing dimes. Yeah. He had that nice, uh, that nice tap away steal. Uh, yeah. that, I, I, they didn't count the basket, but it was really nice uh, on the pass to P.J. Dozier. But, yeah, I, I think Denver's a pretty interesting team here. You know, Jamal Murray's finally healthy. Will Barton's out. Gary Harris is, is out. I'm, I'm not too concerned about that. But one thing that we've seen from Doc Rivers is, yes, last time out, he did run a bunch of his starters. Not, maybe not last time out. Was Brooklyn the last game or was it? Yeah. Uh, and, and they ended up losing that game to Brooklyn. I, I've heard people saying they're worried about the Clippers. I'm not even remotely worried about the Clippers. It's, it's, it's silly. Uh, assuming that everyone gets their full run, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, Marcus Morris, Montrez Harrell returns to the bubble, Lou Williams, you name it. Uh, these guys are going to be just fine. But I, I certainly feel like uh, coming into these final couple of games where they don't really have anything to play for, uh, opposing teams are in pretty good spots. So the Clippers uh, are, what, right now one and a half games ahead of the Denver Nuggets. So yeah. the Nuggets would have to win both. The Clippers would have to lose both. The Clippers might win this game, right? But I think it stays very competitive with a mostly full-strength Denver team uh, and from what we've seen in the bubble, they've been pretty lackadaisical. And Doc Rivers has clearly shown that he's willing to sit Kawhi. He's willing to sit Paul George later in games. So five points, I think, is actually a lot for two teams that are pretty evenly matched given their current situation. In a seven-game series, I take the Clippers in, you know, probably five, maybe six. But Denver does play them quite well. And I think their interior presence with Nikola Jokic is going to make a huge difference. So give me, uh, give me Denver plus five. Yeah, I couldn't, then, agree, couldn't agree more more with you on that. I mean, I'm from L.A. I'm an L.A. boy, so I follow the Clippers and Lakers pretty closely. Uh, Doc's just the type of guy, he's just like, what do we need this for? You know, we might start him. I'm probably not going to give him a full run tonight. They're just getting re- geared up and, and ready for this playoff. Uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you another thing, too. Consider this. Would you rather face the Dallas Mavericks or the Utah Jazz? Because the Jazz, I, I would yes. much rather. Yeah, I would much rather face the Utah Jazz. Now, Doc Rivers has Doc Rivers has said like we don't care about that. We're not looking at that. But of course, he's going to say that. So, you know, if I'm in, if I'm the two seed and I'm facing the Mavericks with Porzingis looking completely healthy, playing 40 minutes a game, and Luka Doncic looking like an, a legitimate MVP candidate, mm-hmm. you know, give me a Utah Jazz team that is in. You know, complete disarray, losing five of seven games to start the bubble. Maybe that's actually in the cards here. And if that's the case, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being conspiratorial. But I, I, I definitely think if I'm the Clippers, uh, no matter how good you are, I'd rather face a team that's, that's in much worse condition heading into the postseason. Absolutely. And Doc's not stupid. He knows. And he's going to try to get that matchup uh, as well. Yeah, I mean, listen, I love that Dallas Mavericks team. I actually bet them to win the NBA championship before the season started. I got 90 to 1. So I have a, a big, nice little futures play on the Dallas Mavericks. I think there's a little bit of value. And if they can make a little bit of a run, maybe, maybe you start to hedge out of that position. But, uh, yeah, no, I'd definitely rather play the Utah Jazz. Uh, Dave, we got about eight minutes left on the show. Any thoughts tonight in hockey? I know you are a hockey fan. Uh, obviously, we had a classic last night in the Columbus Blue Jackets Tampa Bay Lightning game 
crazy, awesome, awesome, game. crazy game. Yeah. I'm watching uh, that simultaneously with the Dame dropping 61 points. Isn't it great geez. to have sports back? Oh man, man. it's been too, it's been too long. So any anything you like tonight in hockey or baseball? Maybe some, maybe a couple best bets for the night. Yeah, hockey. I, I think I mentioned to you guys at the top of the show. I love playoff hockey. I don't know anything about betting hockey. So, so I'm the wrong guy for that. I just don't know the teams well enough. I, it's just one of those sports where I am com- – it's, it's like – it's funny. It's completely unadulterated for me, right? With basketball and baseball, if I'm watching games, there's usually a reason I'm watching the game. Same with football. When it comes to hockey, I watch the game – and I love basketball, baseball, football, don't get me wrong. But when it comes to hockey, I watch the games because I love the games. Uh, and and I, I love the intensity of postseason hockey. It's a shame we can't have any fans in there. But, yeah, all in all, this is just a sport that I, don't, I used to know really well. I kind of fell out of it once I got into DFS and, and, and this world because I was forced to, you know, take on three other sports. But I, I just love it. I, I don't know it well enough. I did bet the, I bet the Flyers tonight only because they've been playing exceptionally good hockey and this sounds like a homer take but it's not it's literally the first time i've ever bet the flyers i think Uh, they look really good yeah they look look really really good good. and they were plus 200 uh minus one and a half goals plus 200 and i think plus 140 or plus one or sorry minus 140 minus 143 to win Hmm. this game judging from what we saw through those three round robin games beating boston uh, handily soundly beating the, the 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 lightning and the washington Cavs. it just looks like a team and you know with hockey when you get hot at the right time baseball similar you can tear through uh, a, a series yeah i i, I just think those odds are, are, are too good and even plus 200 minus one and a half is pretty enticing uh, but as far as baseball goes like i said I, I love looking at pitchers to see what they have and you have zach godley and blake snell yeah the, this one's tough because Blake Snell wants to go five innings, but I don't know if he will. I'm assuming he probably has an opportunity to do that, get him up to like 70 pitches or so. Uh, but right now, it's a, a nine over under. I like the under here. And the, the reason for that is that Zach Godley, he is pitching on three days rest, right? He's pitching on three days rest, which is a little bit concerning. But he has looked like an entirely different pitcher with, with, with his arsenal, what he's throwing. And to me, uh, if he can get five or six innings in here, uh, given his change in, in pitch mix against the Tampa team that, is, that has really been struggling to, to, to produce at the plate, I have interest in the under there. Uh, and, and just another thing I'll throw at you if, if you're looking into to certain players, Masahiro Tanaka has looked a lot better as well. Uh, I don't know if there's a strikeout prop on him, and I'm worried that his innings, that he's only going to be able to go a certain amount of innings. But if you get strikeout props on him and and it's like, you know, four or five, which is definitely possible given his restrictions on his pitch count, I I would take the over on on Masahiro Tanaka's strikeout. I've got four and a half. Yeah, see, I I know it's a tough matchup against Atlanta. They're a good team. Uh, but they, they do still have some strikeouts in that they, lineup. Yeah, they strike out a lot, especially if Duvall's in there. If Duvall's yeah, in there, exactly, he strikes that, out more. That's the thing. They've traded off um, contact. They, they traded off contact for more power, but uh, that power comes with, with more strikeouts as well. So uh, four and a half, over on four and a half, I like it. Yes, I'm worried about his, his pitch count for sure, but it's a pretty interesting spot. I like seeing when pitchers are doing something different and nobody's caught on to it yet. Yeah, sure, and, and sure. your point, and your and to your point in the Tampa Bay Rays Boston Red Sox game, it might be a, uh, a little bit 
easier to bet the first five innings under the line right now for the first five inning is under five minus one ten. It seems like sure. a good number if that's if that's what you're leaning towards the full game under. I think, and especially talking about Godley and Snell, could be a good first five under five here. Um, sure, and for me, a lot of it too is going to come down to how have these bullpens fared, right? Like with the Phillies, if you, if you really love the two starter matchups but you have no faith in the, in the bullpen, then definitely there's like the, the Phillies ER. I don't like to use ERA, but I'm just throwing this out at you guys. They have a 10.19 bullpen ERA this year. It's insanity, oh, right? Yeah. Insanity. Uh, but the, the Boston Red Sox on the season have a 417 XFIP in the bullpen. The Rays are sitting at 3.52. It's the fourth best in the league so uh middle of the road for the red sox 27th or so fourth lowest for the rays they have had pretty good bullpen performances here i'd look to see who's available in the pen first uh but yeah that's it's a spot where i think godly could either get absolutely rocked or shut them down across five innings yeah couple, and one more thing to add about your flyers i really like the flyers they're playing fantastic hockey i don't think they're getting enough respect right now and i think everyone's really high on the canadians I think that at minus 150, it's just a good number to be betting the Flyers here. I think that the line should be more like uh, kind of where they were priced in the Pittsburgh Penguin series. I think that the Flyers should really be like a minus 170, minus 180 favorite in this game. I thought so too, yeah. Yeah, so anything under – if you can get anything under minus 150, I think it's, it's a must bet here. Uh, Dave, a couple minutes left. Just want uh, – maybe give a little uh, info on where people can find you, follow you, and just uh, enjoy your content. Sure, guys. Uh, awesomeo.com, A-W-E-S-E-M-O.com. Or check me out, Awesomeo Radio, Sirius XM Fantasy. It's uh, Sirius 210 XM 87. And uh, hit me up. Follow me on Twitter, at Lafay underscore D, L-O-U-G-H-Y underscore D. If you like fantasy, you like sports, you like some random stuff, sports betting. And uh, I like, I'm, I, I, I've said this before, but I'm a, I'm a self-proclaimed TV and movie critic. So I thoroughly yeah, enjoy yeah. talking about that stuff on Twitter especially during the, the pandemic, you know, during the quarantine where there was nothing going on. Get away from it a little bit. But, uh, yeah, uh, Twitter's a, a fun place. It's also a hellish place. But, you know, yeah, you gotta take, to get sports information. Got to take the good yes. with the bad. Yeah, well, you got to take the good with the bad. But, guys, once again, I'm Ira Silver. I'm at Ira Silver Magic on Twitter. Devin's at D-A-L-E-007. Uh, Dave, once again, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, hopefully we'll have, a, have you on again soon. Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. 
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.